0: Welcome to The Elevatory Podcast, a podcast without the business BS, where you'll learn that you do need to hustle, success doesn't happen overnight, and unsexy things like knowing your numbers can literally make or break your business. You'll also learn that dancing around on reels or sliding into someone's DMs does not have to be part of your marketing strategy, unless, of course, you want it to. If you want to know how to grow and grow sustainably with an authentic approach to your marketing, then this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Elevate Tree Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Jonak, the founder of The Elevate Tree. So today on the episode, I would like to take you through paid versus organic marketing because these two words are so often thrown around by coaches and consultants, but do you actually get what they mean and like what the purpose of each of them is and and most importantly, how do you know which one is best to use for your business and why? So in this micro episode, yeah, I'm going to try and keep it really short. I'm going to walk you through each type. I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of each. And then I'd like to wrap up with some thoughts about how best to use them both to grow your business. So let's start with organic marketing, otherwise known as the channels and platforms that you can market on for free. Yep, that's obviously the big pro plus point here that everything you do on these channels is free. It doesn't cost you anything for having reach and making impact. So type of organic content or marketing channels. We've got SEO, so organic search. Unpaid socials, reels, posts, stories, that sort of thing. Facebook groups, great platform. Um, you can think about blogging, working using other people's platforms, so guest posts, podcasting. So you could be featuring on someone's podcast, so you could podcast yourself as well. Thinking about competitions and giveaways, user generated content, social proof. And one of the most powerful is email marketing. Okay. So lots of different channels there, lots of, I'm sure most of you are using these in um, some form or another. Now, the pros of um, organic content, obviously the big one is that it's a fantastic way to increase reach and brand awareness at no cost. But beyond that, I think we really need to start thinking about the fact that organic marketing channels generally are used more to build longer lasting real relationships. And they're about connections and they're about trust and they're about, building out a relationship for the long haul versus paid marketing, which generally tends to be a bit more in your face, take a click, do something or transactional. And generally what you'll find is even if you use paid marketing, your organic channels will then be used to nurture that person after the purchase. Okay. So the real big pro to organic marketing is the relationship building that happens. um, And the fact that it really is an opportunity for you to touch base with your you know, prospect through to customer at multiple touch points in the customer journey from consideration all the way through to purchase and hopefully repeat purchase. So that's the biggest pro. It can drive sales in its own right. You know, a well-placed post following on from a viral post that might have happened when it's more of a promotional post can go exceptionally well. Thinking about driving teasers to a launch. You could let people know in Facebook groups that you've got a special offer on. Podcasts, um, mentioning your brand and your business uh, can drive sales. People hooking up with you or like clicking on your website and booking in for that call. And I said email marketing is one of the most powerful. And especially for e-commerce businesses, up to 20 to 30% of your sales the view is should be coming from email marketing. So, I mean, that in its own is huge, isn't it? And I think another point that I want to get across for organic marketing is that content is evergreen. So it lasts for a lifetime. You post something up and it can go viral and people can keep commenting on it. It doesn't have a shelf life. It's not working for a seven-day window and then being turned off. it, It just sits there and it stays there and people can find it again and again. You know, you think about that with blog posts that you can write from an SEO perspective and so on. Um, I know for myself as well, Facebook groups, when I first started my coaching business, I used them a lot and it was through referrals and people searching my name historically um, that I got a lot of business. So organic marketing really is a very important marketing channel, as you can see, for many reasons. Now, there are some cons to this platform as well. Organic is often slower to reach your business goals, as in Yes, you can certainly make sales. I mean, particularly with email marketing, but through all the other channels, you will not make sales as fast as you will with paid channels once you've got those working properly for you. Building an email list organically takes time. It's one thing to leverage your email list and to make 20 or 30% of your sales coming from it. But what happens when you have no list? Obviously, you've got to build a list and building one organically takes time. Same thing as I'm sure you appreciate with building followers and increasing engagement and all of those things, you can spend an extraordinary amount of time on socials just trying to get a few extra followers, which is pretty exhausting. And talking of exhausting, you can actually exhaust your warm audience. So obviously, there's only so much you're going to want to be in front of people. And there might be a point when you are driving an offer or an opportunity, and it's just a bit too much to people having seen it again and again and again. Okay. So pros and cons there. Now let's dive into paid. Okay. So type of paid content marketing. So we've got pay-per-click. So Google. Paid search. Um, You've got social media platforms, obviously Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. There's influencer marketing. And then obviously, the bigger channels, which are often overlooked now, like billboard, um, billboard ads, radio ads, and TV. Now, once in a lifetime, some of these channels were exceptionally expensive. I used to actually work in all of all three. I've worked in all three, billboard, radio, and TV. Um, and a small business would have no chance at paying for, you know, a spot in any of these things. But actually, the world has changed enormously. And as a small business, we've actually definitely seen some service businesses really leveraging radio ads or TV ads to their benefit. And on a much smaller scale, but having a very big impact for their business okay so the pros paid methods generally enable you to reach engage and convert your audiences en masse and far more quickly it's a great channel for you to build brand awareness fast to attract new followers fast once you've got ads running there's certain types of ads you can run which i'll come on to that can help you just constantly get in front of new people so you've got new people liking following joining your facebook group and the like so you can use them to promote a deal, a content, an event for a really short period of time, really quite heavily to drive interest um, and to a cold audience, obviously. So to a much bigger audience than the, the, this, the audience that you've already got as a warm audience that you've grown organically. Also, you can use pay to help you generate leads. So list building, okay, driving those conversions, literally getting people to click and purchase. So it is no wonder that People are very keen to learn and master paid ads for their business because it can be um, it can be a business changer when you bring them in. So the cons, though, obviously, are that is it can be expensive. You know, you're suddenly paying a thousand dollars a month on a platform. The view is that that platform returns for you over time, but they certainly are more complicated to run. You definitely need to get skilled up to learn how to run your own ads properly. It really is not as simple as boosting a post as Facebook and other channels might let you believe. You know, they'll just give you a button and say, hey, make this post work harder for you. But there's no strategy behind it. And basically, when you get into the likes of Ads Manager, you'll see there's lots of layers to it that you really want to learn and master. However, when you do, it will save you a lot, of lo- a lot of money in the long run, put it that way. Um, or paid marketing generally is more disruptive. It's really more in your face. You know, there's a scroll and there's an ad. So as such, it doesn't come with the same sort of authenticity or relationship building. Obviously, it's different if you're retargeting people that already know you because that trust is already there. But you know, you are basically interrupting someone's feed at some point or, you know, TV or whatever it is. Um, and suddenly there you are. So you have to work hard in the authenticity. If you've got an influencer marketer, hopefully they do a good job for you on that front. Testing is also a big one when it comes to paid because it's one thing to be testing all these different things organically because it doesn't cost you anything if it doesn't work. But obviously with paid stuff and you're testing and it feels like you're throwing money down the drain and you're not, it might feel like it, but if you're spending, you will be learning. And through those lessons, there is an opportunity for you to actually really optimize your result. But at the time, I have to tell you, it's a bit, you know, you're cringing, you're nail biting. (laughs) as you spend money to, to find the right platforms for you. We've certainly had lots of clients who have used influencers that haven't worked or ad campaigns have bombed, but through trial and error, error over time and being brave, you find what works for you and then you're able to scale it. And obviously that's um, another pro that I didn't mention, but the scale that you can go from, you know, from spending $30 a day to several hundred dollars a day can really, really make a huge difference to your business. What other cons do I want to share with you? Um, One thing uh, which I think is really important is that, if you don't have a following on social media then actually your paid ads are less likely to work as well for you same thing if you don't have any social proof on your website or you know you don't have any like f- ratings you know people are looking for social proof and that trust and authenticity and if you don't have a following and you've just started running paid ads and all of these other things then that trust is going to be a lot harder to come by likewise if you've got really poor organic engagement and you know don't have much of a following facebook knows that and it impacts on your paid ads so if it's likely that you'll actually have to pay more to get your ad shown because the whole point of Facebook is to have this amazing user experience where everybody, you know, is getting served stuff that they enjoy and they're already engaged. Something else to consider with paid as well is that your website user experience needs to be top notch. So I'm not necessarily talking about SEO to the nth degree. Obviously, the backend SEO is important for Google crawling your site. Well, what I'm talking about is if you're going to be paying for traffic, you really want to make sure things like your website has got a really good customer journey path. So, you know, the customer's taken all the way through to cart really easily. It's a really good user experience. Alongside that, you're obviously going to want to make sure as well, things like your email marketing platforms are set up and you've got automations in place and you're able to capture leads. So you are maximizing your opportunities. Rather than having people come in, you're not getting any leads, you're not getting them into your list and they're not converting because then it really is money down the drain. Okay. Hopefully, I've shared a few, few things for you to think about across both of these platforms. So which one should you be using for your business? Well, look, um, if you're starting out, you definitely want to get your ducks in a row with organic first, okay? It's a foundational must-have for your business. You've got to think about it. People, when they're, they're checking you out, they're going to go and check out your social media. They're going to go and check out your website. And if you have no social media presence and your website looks dodgy as, then you're going to be in trouble, all right? So we definitely want to make sure that we've got those things in place. And as I said, basic email flows so that when someone does come to your website, you can capture a lead. And I would encourage you to be working on things like social proof. So making sure that you've got those testimonials and reviews so that when you can get customers to your pages, they're far more likely to you know engage with you and trust you. All right. Socially, you obviously want to be um, posting regularly, you want to be engaging, following, adding value, use groups. Yes, it all takes time, but that's the, you know, that's the downside to it. But essentially it helps give your brand traction. It helps you sort of set up brand awareness and start having a conversation and starting to build relationship. And again, come back to thinking about the long-term relationship that you create through your socials. Okay. Once you've got these things down pat, once you know that you've got a little bit of a solid following, you're happy with your assets and you know that your infrastructure is in place and it's good, you've got the hard yards done, then it's time for you to add paid traffic into the mix, okay? So that you can reach infinitely more people and you can definitely grow that bit faster, not that bit faster, so much faster. Okay. So, in essence, what you're doing is you're serving and delighting your existing customers. You're building that brand awareness, trust, engagement over time. You know, you're dropping emails, you're showing up in their feed, popping on a podcast, you're showing up in someone's Facebook group. You know, maybe you're doing a collab, all of these things. And all of a sudden, that trust is growing. And then we're using paid ads alongside to attract new eyes, get more people into your email list, to get people to spend fast. All right. But then using them together, that's where the magic happens, okay? So some examples are, you know, looking at your best organic content and then putting money behind it, all right? So that you can do that to drive traffic and awareness and build an even bigger warm audience of people that um, are getting to know you. The beauty is that you've got with organic content, if you've tested and trialed, you can see what works best and then you can use that data to put money behind paid things to help you build a warm audience um, and to start that conversation again en masse. All right, make sure you use your insights for that. Low-cost retargeting ads is a great way for you to stay connected to your organic audience that already trusts you. And as I said, if you're using engagement ads and traffic ads to build a warm audience, that pool of people is going to grow. So they're seeing lots of touch points with you. And again, you're going to help drive that trust factor. Okay. Also, using paid ads to list build can help your emails work that much harder for you. We have definitely got clients who have times when they're running campaigns and then outside of campaign time, they just put their bucks into growing their email list because they know that once that person is in email, they can sell to them again and again and it is not going to cost them anything. The initial cost is just in getting the lead. And sometimes it actually is more cost efficient for you to be list building than it is to be driving a direct conversion. You know, these are some things to think about. How else can you be using them together? Well, you can target your ads to people who are similar to your current organic audience. So basically looking at your social media following and your email list, you can create lookalike audiences. So you can look at the people that know, love and trust you and try and find more of them as you create these audience groups, basically that you can then use to target on your ad campaigns. And also you can use what you know of your current audience to help your marketing messaging work harder for you. You know, if you've got an audience, survey them, poll them, interact with them, engage with them. All of this stuff will help you know them even better and it means that you can use the more efficient and more powerful language in your copy in your offers, and your hooks to attract more of the right people okay because you're showing them you get them you know if you can do a survey and find out someone's pain points and then they're seeing these things over and over again in your feed you they're going to be like this person really gets me or this brand is really aligned with you know who I am and what I'm looking for Okay, so there's some like my two cents worth. Both platforms are exceptionally important for growing your business, and you really do need to be working on them both. That does not mean that you need to do, you know, be doing every single thing on the organic list and every single thing on the paid list. It is about you picking a couple of areas that you decide that you really want to own, and it might be that you do SEO and socials, and they're your main things. Obviously, email marketing is huge; you can't take that one off your list. It's got to be part of it, you know. Um, but you pick a couple of channels that you decide to master you master them well as you master things they should take less time and then if you need to you can add more in all right excellent love it all right well um, I trust lots of food for thought for you to dive in and start playing with both platforms and um, again reinforcing for the newbies out there that it really is important to start with organic first but both of them um, absolutely a must-have as your business grows now as I wrap up If you would like some help in implementing both paid and organic marketing into your business, then I am going to say you should look no further than a one-on-one coaching program where you are working with a whole team of coaches as well as an amazing community to master all of your marketing, all right? So you can sustainably scale your business in months, not years. And we're talking about covering off everything from website optimization to your email marketing, SEO, social media content, sales funnels, paid ads, Facebook, Google, you name it influencer marketing, Offline marketing, marketing plans, metrics and analytics, cash flow forecasts and budgets because the numbers and analytics need to come in there somewhere else, okay? And obviously a mindset. Mindset is also very important, not only from a um, trusting that you can get the job done, but from a media buying mindset as you approach all of this stuff and are ready to test and optimize. So come and check it out at com. I will also put that in the show notes. All right, that is me signing off for today. I will catch you in our next episode.